No need for the little phone. I know. Because we're here in person. We are. Is this mic on? It is. We're testing it, but maybe we'll just keep this. this it looks pretty good to test. me. And in fact, we've been here for a couple days. And yes. We put this off because I'm a procrastinator. And we had a hangover yesterday. A gnarly one. Yeah. The whole house was hungover. <laughs> was, I went in. I, I came here driving in on Friday being like, we're going to take it easy tonight. We're not going to do the thing like I always do when I see friends I haven't seen in a long time, no. which is go hard and stay up all night and then your next day is just completely shit and we're 33 so we can't get away with that you anymore. can't come to nashville on a friday and expect to not get wasted even if i mean it's covid and it was lit yeah there were shots of tequila it, there was and i felt like even though we did go out and we were outside on the patio it was very safe yeah oh yeah i mean i like that picnic table aspect anyway because like if i'm gonna be out with my friends i want to feel like i'm in the backyard right shout out to el fuego yes cantina here in nashville and five daughters bakery, bakery. we just had mm-hmm. donuts which is what we did starting this whole podcast so it was only right that after we reunite to do another one in person. Yeah. The first one in three months donuts that we get coffee and, coffee and donuts. And ugly mugs coffee. I got tea, though, because me and coffee aren't friends. Right. So shout out to Ugly Mugs, which is the best coffee name shop of a best coffee shop name I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, Who doesn't love an ugly mug? Nashville's really good on their naming of their businesses, I would say. We've yeah. had the Wild Cow. We've had Gray's. We've Shout out to our five vegan spots. Pizza. We're like just doing the Nashville tour because this is all the things you should do when you're in East Nasty. That's right. Which is it's it still doesn't feel real that you're here. I know. <laughs> and I'm like what? Because <laughs> usually like I'll be listening to the podcast and you call me, so that's always kind of weird. Because like I don't know why every time I'm listening to an episode you call. So, like, I'm having a conversation with you twice. I don't know. And I now just, we're in the flesh. Yeah, it's fun. It's like you're you're like a, you're like a fan and the star of the show. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm more of a fan, I would say, than a star. Because the fan life really works for me. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. It's fun for me, too. I hope that you guys listening are enjoying it as well. Um, this is the first time we've seen each other in person in three months. It's right. so great. Right. Um, shout out to... Keiko and Owen for letting us stay here. It's been a beautiful, hospitable weekend so far. They're so sweet. And so I wanted to make sure that we gave them a shout out. With our little babies, Bodie and Billy. The Springer Spaniel. English Springer Spaniel. English Springer Spaniel. Oh my gosh. I know. It's really good to be here too. Like I needed a little break from... LA as much as I love LA I just needed to get on a fucking airplane and get out and it was really starting to get to me because I was the longest I've ever been like in LA as an adult that I didn't just leave and come go and like visit someone somewhere right legit lockdown like for real like trapped in paradise style and I think it's just important to get out of LA you, right. It's never good to spend too much time there. Right. right. It's nice to, you know, it's nice to, like, see what everyone else is doing. And, like, I had my layover in Seattle. So I got to see my nieces and my sister-in-law for, like, six hours, which was amazing. Nice. A blessing. And that was, like, I got to see how Seattle's handling COVID. And then from there, I come to Nashville and I get to see how Nashville's handling COVID. Instantly saw the dick nose out. Of the masks when I got to Nashville, yeah. Uh, Seattle was covered up. Like that meme where it's like, where it's like the, it's like a cartoon and the, there's underpants and the dick is hanging outside right. of the underpants. And right. It's like you wouldn't wear your underpants like this. Why would you wear your mask? But like then that? it's like that makes that meme made me think maybe there are people who wear their dick out in their pants. Probably. You know, because people do weird things. Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like there's weirder that can be done. Definitely. So. There's definitely weirder things on the internet if you look hard oh enough. Oh my gosh, the internet. It's scary. Some people don't wear underwear at all. I like to go without them sometimes. Yeah. I'm wearing them today because, like, you know, I might hang out with people. It so. depends on the day. It depends on the day and the yeah. activity. The rest of the outfit. Planned. Like, do I have comp- I might have company? Am I going to have a date? Like, right. And then it's like, if you're having a date with someone new, you want to wear underwear. But if it's someone you know, you have to really... It's optional. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the way you roll. Right. Free balling and PJs is my favorite. Right. Because you just let it all hang out. And right. It's ultimate comfort. It's the same thing with, like, braless, going braless. Bras are really just restraining. I don't understand. Like, they do make the body look nice. Like, I do, like, a controlled boob. 
Right. But like it helps support too, right? Yeah. Like they're just, they're heavy. Like yeah, they're heavy. Lose, I think, weigh like a pound and a half each or something oh, like that. Oh, they're more than that. I can promise you. She weighed them on her bread scale, so she um, knows exactly. Yeah, I was like, they're <laughs> probably more than that. Yeah. But I, was, I imagine having three extra pounds on your chest, carrying it around all the time. That's got to be cumbersome. Right, and we know what it's like to not have the weight to carry because we develop rest. Right. So. It's a very strange. As do men sometimes. Yes. Too. <laughs> but I've seen some tits on some dudes. And I'm like, whoa. I've seen some good ones before. It's like, why yeah. why are your tits so good, dude? Like, right. <laughs> good tits, bro. <laughs> Sweet tits, man. <laughs> Get an OnlyFans account already and play with those things. But with like the, the wires in the like every time I see Lou take hers out, there's always like marks because they're it's just like a wire. It's just like pressing. Yeah. And That's why I get wire. This is how, this one has wire, but I have like just slight underwire, and I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't get small bands. I just like wear bras that are pretty much not even there, and I don't have any padding because like come on, hello. Right. No, that's not necessary. <laughs> Who needs padding when all you are is padding? Right. But I think that makes it more comfortable too, because I don't know. I don't, I've never worn like padded bras, so I could imagine that'd be like just more like pressure on your chest. Yeah, if you anybody out there wears padded bras, let us know. Yeah, tell me what it's like. Maybe I'll. I mean, I have a push-up bra, a couple of them, but I don't wear them. I just yeah. have them just in case. I don't know. It took me like twenty-eight or nine years to find the right type of underwear, like seamless that didn't just like. Because guys' issues is like if you wear if you're a boxer guy and you also like to wear jeans like pants that fit, then you have a an excess fabric situation. Yeah. Because you can't get. I mean, if you wear like baggy pants and boxers, that that's fine. But and for the '90s, that was the way you did it. But now it's like it's forever. Forever it took me. I was like, oh, I I can't wear boxers. I have to wear something that is comfortable. Right. And so I had, I wear like a MMA like booty short. It doesn't have any seams. It's like a weird lycra, it's, like stretchy material. I like that. And then it doesn't. And the other issue is like, you gotta. I'm always like readjusting and stuff. And they have a nice little. Yeah, because no one wants to see a boxer line or a panty line. Right. Like I don't like when I see men wearing tight pants and they have the boxer line. I'm like, dude, there's underwear available that you don't have to have the boxer line. Right. And then if you do have to readjust, it's like, how do I sneak? my hand and do the whole console right, right. move from Zoolander, you know? Go to a fucking bathroom or a closet or something and fix. Right. Or just, you know, when, once you get comfortable enough, you just start doing it and just not give it a fuck, which right. I'm there. I mean, that's why I like thongs. Like, people, a lot of women don't like thongs, but I do because I don't have to do any work. And if I was wearing, like, full underwear, I feel like I have to adjust them all day. Right. Like, especially I wear tight clothes. Same, same situation. I'm like... I'm not going to be seen with panty lines. Like, I'll fucking die first. Right. <laughs> panty lines are the enemy. They really are. Like, it's... Because I know my ass is looked at. You know what I mean? And, like, if your ass is being looked at, like, make sure you have a little smoothness. Right. Not the whole fucking grand Because we're going to see your, your panty line and then you're going to get judged. Right. And... And for know, those who... Like, are into the panties, just try going commando. Back to just try square it. one. Just try it. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't make a difference. People are always so uptight about, like, clothing, like, underwear. So, I'm like, who cares? I, I think it's all about comfort. Like, finding what's comfortable for you is key. Just wear socks with your shoes. If Absolutely. You I'm done. I can't. My feet sweat and... I can't get away with that anymore. I never really could, but I used to try. You know, like wear socks a couple of days in a row and then get with that. With like the loafers? Uh, I have no-shows that I wear with loafers. That's yeah, what I'm I know, I now. see the no-shows. Um, and for those who don't know, no-shows are like socks. They're like the little booty socks you try on when you're tr- buying shoes. Yeah. But they're made of sock material. Right. So they like barely cover your toes so you can wear... Like a boat shoe or something that doesn't look like you have a sock, but yeah. you do so you don't stink up Sometimes your shoes. women wear them with heel pumps, I guess. Like if okay. you work in an office, not like if you're actually out having fun. Right. I wear the big ass socks. These are Hanes. <laughs> big Hanes socks. I've, I have like at least six no-show socks on my one sock. <laughs> it's enough material to make an entire, you know, drawer full of no-shows. 
So, speaking of no-show, men suck. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Try to figure all that out once again and always. It's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I feel more confused than when I was, like, 17. In 17, I didn't know anything. And now I'm just like, I know stuff, but I feel more confused because, like, the opposite sex is so, con like, complicated. so much more difficult because of all I mean COVID of course and then also social media and just the lack of connectivity that we have as a whole right like the way that you get to know somebody is by connecting in person and spending lots of time that's the only way FaceTime not FaceTime FaceTime but like the real way face to face like yeah. how we're doing right now that's yeah. the only way you can get to know somebody really because otherwise we're not, you're disabled because you don't have those same, well, I guess this is what I'm trying to say. Like when you're in person, you see people's body language, you get their context, right. their, 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 their inflection, their nuance, the way there's physical touch, there's eye contact. All of these things are how we've connected with people for thousands of years. And now it's like, well, now you have to try to, based on a profile, a paragraph and four pictures, now you have to try to find somebody like you're never going to 
most people that I think you would be attracted to in that form, you may never even approach if you saw them in real life. Right. So well, it's just a giant waste there's of... There's no depth. It's inefficient. Like, even that person that you might be attracted to on an app can look great, but then when you meet them in person, they might have, like, a wonky, wondering eyeball, or, like... A lazy you know, eye, right. They might have, like... <laughs> certain things or they might be one of those people who clears their throat every 20 seconds you know like there could be those little things but you're like oh i'm so intrigued by this photo of you that you you chose like i want to see your tagged photos i want to see what you actually are like the guys i've met because i'm not dating women right now because it's covid and i don't have like the time <laughs> there's so much drama involved with women that I'm just like giving it a break even though I would love to be with a woman again but like I need to it's too much work but the men I date like they have this completely different idea based on the photos they see or the images they see and that's what bothers me so like on my apps I put like like some of my modeling shit but like my real shit too and they just like assume like because you're a woman that's like comfortable in her skin and comfortable with her like feminine body then that means like you're instantly available to fuck or like it's going to be a sexual relationship and i hate that because it's like that is could it be more opposite of the way i think and feel and i don't know what to do about that or like and if i do feel like it being sexual i i go for it and then i'm like left fucking empty-handed right because i'm not saying because you have sex with someone you should have a relationship with them but at least be like oh yeah we've seen each other's naked bodies like we have an intimacy that i mean i don't share with a lot of people so it's like if you have if you get to that level be respectful and appreciative and and remember that this is we're both lucky to have gotten to be this i don't know intimacy is just taken like it's required and it's not well, the expectations are fucked up because of the, like, not only is it more difficult to connect with people, there's also just an onslaught of whatever you could possibly think. And if, when you're not with somebody and you're lonely, chances are you're watching porn or you're getting out those urges through masturbation. And then there, that, that creates a whole level of, of reality that isn't, that isn't, it's not real. You know, it's, right. it's, it's the setting expectations for something that isn't just, it's, it's not real in real life. And it's experience. Or it comes from a super intimate relationship that has been cultivated over time, but right. we don't have any patience anymore. Nobody right. wants to wait exactly. and do all that hard work. Well, no, just want to get it in like, like you see on, on the internet and then right. be done with it. But there it's, it's more complicated than that. Well, no one even wants to get to know anyone anymore because there's always going to be another person somewhere that they might like more or you know they want to leave it open that's a losing battle like that that mentality is never gonna fulfill that's why i'm gonna be single till i'm like 50 and finally a guy's gonna be like i'm so sorry all these years and i'm gonna just be like no i'm good i'll be single for the next 50 years because i'm sick of being pushed aside because a guy wants to fuck some other easy girl or get money from a girl or whatever it may be that I get pushed aside. This is my experience and I know it to be true. And I'm like so fed up with it that it's making me such a bitter person and in like the love department. Like I still believe in love and I'm still hopeful, but I'm getting bitter about it. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like giving time to people who are super ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Even the time it takes to send one text, that's too much time to give to an ungrateful person. Agreed. And I'm changing my ways. Like, I'm going to just... I've been ghosting people all year, and I'm going to just continue doing it. Like, Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Hello? Boo, bitch! <laughs> I saw this meme. It was like, how how are you going to say you like scary movies in Halloween and then cry when I ghost you? For real, though. I've also found that, like, the best relationship... I mean, I'm in the best relationship I've ever had now. But it happened because I wasn't looking for it. Right. It completely blindsided me. I had no idea. And she wasn't either. She right? wasn't either. And because of that, we both had to do some work. And we also gave ourselves some space and some time. And thank you for that painting, by the way. The the one that says, uh, uh, love, love is when two people don't give up on each other. Because it's so true. And it, com- it comes... The best things come when you're not looking for them. Right. You know? So for whatever reason... During this time, you're supposed to, you're you're doing the work on you that you need to do so that when that time comes, you'll be fully prepared, and then you'll look back on this and laugh and be like, "How was I not thinking?" Like, of course, anybody that has as much love in them as you do and shows as much love, 
is always going to get that love in return. You just don't know when or how. So yeah, don't be too bitter. I'm going to try. I need that painting. I really like, I kept telling myself that when I had, um, my breakup in 2018, so I was like, oh yeah, this probably wasn't love. This isn't love because love is two people who don't give up on each other. Because like I have examples of love and friends and family and like my mother figure has been with her husband for 30 years. And, you know, it. I know it hasn't always been easy. They're definitely on the like easy corner, like the easy turn now because they've been through all the bullshit. Right. But like they never give up on each other. And that is the goal. And... That is what is hard to find is like someone who's even actually willing to be like, oh, yeah, this would actually take work or someone who's not as jaded as they like, they're probably jaded from a former relationship. And now they don't have the fucking time to put in any work for anyone else. And then I'm the person who's coming in after the fucking divorce. As you get older, like I was telling you earlier, like the older I get now is like if I do meet a good man, he's divorced or separated or was in a long-term relationship and might not be ready for anything which is fine or he's never been in a relationship that was serious and then that's the scariest that's bad yeah you because it's like you couldn't even do one year right you didn't want to do that work you lazy fuck lazy asshole and i'm not cleaning up your laundry because you know that's the same motherfucker who has underwear all over the floor yeah the ironic part the ironic part to me this is how dumb we are as men because i'm a moron too but, like, the funny thing to me is, like, if, if you, what you're wanting is consistent sex, you got to do that work. That's how you get it. That's how you get it. That's how you get it. You know? It's not... it's Because playing the game the other way is so much harder. It takes so much more time. And it's so much less... It's, it, it's, it's a complete... It's just, it's just the wrong... It's the wrong mentality. It's the wrong way of going about it. Because women don't want that... Really, you don't want that at the end of the day because you'll feel empty afterwards. And the the reason we have sex is to reproduce, but it's also to have a connection with somebody. And that's why it fucks things up because when you once you have that connection, you can't go back. Yeah. And it's a lot to deal with, and a lot of people, especially weak men, can't handle that 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 feeling or that it's just, it changes the relationship. They also can't handle when a woman just wants them for sex. And is not being like, I need this and that. Because they don't want you to be the woman that wants a relationship. But then when you're the woman who's like, we're just fucking. And then you dip. They're like, they don't know how to handle that either. Right. It was, well, it's also a control and power struggle too. Right. Because they're like, well, I don't want a girlfriend. But you're not calling me for more. It's like, actually, you're not that great. Like, right. get off your fucking high horse. Just because some, 20, some 21-year-old girl made you feel like a star. Right. I'm a grown-ass woman. You're okay. I think that's why you see that. You see a lot of a lot of men dating younger women because of the naivety of it. I was that woman. Right. You know? In my 20s, all my boyfriends were... It older. works for both sides. Right. They want that. The younger people want to feel older. But then it, it often expires because right. there isn't any real substance there. Right. And it, I know I made men feel great about themselves because I had this young, hot little thing. But in my mind, I was like, oh, I just want to be like comforted and cared for and taken care of. So it was like I was getting something out of that. But then it's like at the end of the day, it's like, what do we actually have in common? You know, and we don't we didn't even grow up in the same world. Right. So like we don't even know the same anything. We're so opposite. And, like, a lot of those relationships were mostly based on music because that's, like, where my interest is and they experienced that time that I love so much. And now I'm, like, 33 and I'm meeting men who are in their 30s and their early 40s and I'm, like, y'all don't have anything to offer because you're fucking 22 still. You're, like, young mentally still in your 20s immature yeah where i'm like let's just like be serious about something we don't have to i hate having an attraction towards a man because they assume things of me they assume that i want more and i'm like no i just want you to like not be lame and like if i call you call me back if i don't want you to feel like i'm gonna ask what you're doing i don't give a fuck i'm not gonna keep tabs on you like i don't keep tabs on myself i don't have time i don't care what the fuck you do if i'm not around like i really don't and women like you for guys that are honest with themselves that's really what we want because we don't want to be hassled all the time right like we want somebody that's going to be able to be chill about stuff like that is the best type 
of relationship to be in because you're also independent and individuals and free, but yet when you come together, you're better together. Well, yeah, two of a healthy relationship is two independent people parallel living, not like merging and, you know, do unto others. We're merging so like, by choice. Right. And, ch- and choosing, but hey, it's gonna, we're going to be better at, we're going to have a better go at this if we team up. Right. But also be able to drive down to Nashville for a few days and not to see have your female friend someone there, giving yeah. you shit about the fact that you're not going to be there doing whatever they're doing. You know? I'm going to be five hours late. Right. And she was like, whatever you need to do. Right. Because she has her own life. Right. She's doing her own thing. She has her own fucking interests. It's not, she doesn't have to be wrapped up in you. And then there's not like, I mean, there is still some codependency, but it's, it's a healthy type. But it's normal. It's been like, what, six years or what, five? five? That's a long time. Like there's, there's going to be some codependency, but it's not unhealthy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it it can work to how we work together. Right. And not giving a fuck about what anybody else thinks and not caring about what the, norms are like yes we moved I moved in with her right away but it was because of circumstances and we were living in LA and like then I traveled for a year so like yes I, we were doing we just didn't care about the traditional right. ways of doing things like and right she now was- she is the breadwinner she makes the majority of the money I handle a lot of the domestic stuff I cook right. I help take care of the dog it's just like none of it matters the the stereotypical norms don't mean anything right and the roles can be reversed often like I don't like when People are like, well, so-and-so's not making all the money, but he's the man. He should be. But no, that's not... The roles can easily be reversed. Right. Like, that's... And that's why I'm, like, happy to be single right now because I'm building up myself and building up everything I have because I want to have... And it's dope. You're doing, your, you're doing amazing work. Because I want to have a prenup for that motherfucker to sign. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I want to be the one who's like, you're not taking my money. Right. And, and you're going to meet somebody who's like, good, because I don't want you taking mine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> good. Yes. I'm like, we're, we're even Stevens on this? Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, that's what I need. There has to be a caliber. Like, the person that will be for me, they have to be up here. And I've done a lot of this. But I'm here. Or right. At least a <laughs> little hair below them. But I'm, like, getting there. And... I don't have time. I just don't have the time or energy to put into like someone who is not achieving all their goals and dreams and or at least trying constantly to. working on themselves. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to be a millionaire, but at least if you're trying to like work on yourself and whatever it is, if it's your career, if it's your mental health, if it's your physical health, hopefully it's all three family relationships. Yeah. Whatever it is, please be working on it because I know I am constantly and and it's hard, like, having to cut people off, but if people are not good for you, they're not good for your life. If they don't, if it doesn't feel good, it's not good for you. Right. So, like, get rid of that shit. And I'm doing a big old people dump when I get back home. The Purge like, 2020. For, well, easy. It's a purge, bitch. We might have a real purge. <laughs> the purge. Scary might. Terry. Scary Terry. Not in the house. His wife. <laughs> Leave that out there. Sorry, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Rick and Morty. You've reopened my world. So Thanks for that, by the way, because now I'm going to be watching it all the time. It's so good. It's so, I've seen the series, like all four seasons. Well, the first three seasons I've seen like three times each, and then the fourth season I've seen twice. Because and I'll watch it a third time. It's so good. <laughs> you wait till you get to like season two. Like shit gets crazy, and the storyline follows so well. So you have to watch because I'm even. I'm pretty sure Scary Terry even comes back. Like you have to watch to see, see all these characters return and like where it goes and like there's like secrets between Rick and Morty. Like they're a lot. It's. It's amazing. It's one of the best series I think ever created. It's a complex web. That's why I love the cartoon medium so much because you can really push boundaries because there's not real people and there there are no rules. And there's no budget. Right. Or like filming in space. Like it's easy. It doesn't matter. You just, yeah. And I'm for an adult cartoon. Bojack Horseman, that's my guy. And, And F is for family. I really love. I just love I know like, a guy who writes on that show. F is for Family. Yeah. It's so dry and realistic. And I like seeing underdogs. I like seeing a man with issues. <laughs> Obviously. 
We all have them. That's what I do. I literally look for Bojack Horseman's to date. <laughs> well, the thing is, like with people like that, they're they're a dime a dozen. There's plenty of them. They're easy to be distracted by. They're always around. And with, I mean, with like all attractive females, you always have people coming at you. I can't imagine what that's like having to field all of that all the time. You know, like, and so. Well, and it's weird because that is the reality. Like, you just got to put your put your boundaries up, make them, and then and then stick to them, and then make sure nobody nobody that doesn't deserve it comes inside your moat. You right. know, like nobody can. Right. Nobody that's, comes inside the fort unless you're qualified. Unless you're you know? qualified, that's why I've put the wall up, and you know, some of my male friends that know have known me for years, are like you've just gotten like harder. And I'm like, well, I had to, right? Because for 13 years of my life, I was like fucking just allowing things to happen. Like I was allowing relationships that were unhealthy. I was allowing friendships that were unhealthy. I was spending time at shows or events I didn't want to be at because someone made me feel guilty if I didn't go. Like all these things where I wasn't doing anything for myself. And now that I'm doing things for myself more often, it's hard for people to accept. Cause I'm like, well, like I'll, I'll be out and about and I'll just like disappear. Like, where'd you go? I'm like, I'm, I'm gone. Like, I'm, I do my own thing. I don't need to invite the crew. I left there. (laughs) Right. I don't need to like consult everyone to have a meeting about it. Like, I'm going to dip. That's the beauty of the Irish goodbye. I love it. Huge fan. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, it's because I look out for me. Like, we have to look out for ourselves as individuals because no one's looking out for you. And to see in public, spend too much time at the function. Ain't stopping till the police come in. Got this motherfucker jumping. Three black, three black, cause you know you love it. Got 50 lemon cousins. We could get the fist of cuffs in. No, I ain't with the fuck shit. I'm from the ghetto with the government put drugs in. Ain't never been to Mexico, but somehow everybody got plugged in. Make sure that you tapped in. Cause even babies go to school, bullets buzzing. And they always hanging with the crew. Cause everybody got jumped in. Now they gang gang, nobody touched them. Preschool got them closer to a prison. Free lunch, orange juice to an orange jumpsuit. Like he about to play for Clemson. Nigga, that's how we live on. Shit wronger than two left shoes. Cause the options wasn't given. Every chance that we get, we get loose. Cause it's blues in the rhythm. Yeah. Jumping three black, three black kids, you know you love it. Got 50, 11 cousins, and oh, in my blood kin. Now we ain't about the fuck shit. When you raised at your grandma's house, 27 kids rhyme in one couch. 10 cars, only two of them work. Praying we gon' get some church's chicken after church. Pay less, no J's. Ice cream truck Sunday, so hot can't play. Water holes just spray. Hide the tears in the pain. Now, life's too short not to water fuck out. Time at the function, ain't stopping till the police coming. Got this motherfucker jumping. Three black, three black kids, you know you love it. All my African cousins, we can get the fist of cuffs. No, I ain't with the fuck shit. I miss politicking with my cousins. Gotta make sure that they come back home. The blood on the streets and it's flooding, and they always seem to come for me. With my hands up high, couple shots in the night. Oh, me, oh, my. Is he dead or alive? Could it be that? Boy from the west, dread like Christian, move when he flex. If it goes as planned, he gon' have more seeds, more holes, more money, no stress. But he was so blessed, and he shine like a Rolex. Shake moves, and it's on to the next. Check fuck 12, yeah, I said it with my chest. Jay said that you can't live life with regrets. So I have friends who've still never gone to eat alone or like the movies alone, and I'm like, that's like so enjoyable. I agree, yeah. It doesn't, but not everybody's like that, you know. Yeah, like, and I get I mean, that too. In the, in the alone i do understand how that could be but eating alone like do you how i do it like four to five times a week i don't know like the last time when i'm home if i even ever eat with people (laughs) i will say that if you are alone and going out and you don't sit at the bar that's weird a little bit to me well there's no bar sitting now oh right it's all table forget that then but i do miss sitting (laughs) at the bar i miss my bartenders too i miss having that free therapy Honestly, like that, I feel it's weird. 
I want to just go stay at a bar and be like, dude, let me tell you about this week. Or yeah. they're like, tell me about your week, Diana. But now it's like, man, just tell myself at home. Right. And tell my cats. Or record it and tell the world. Tell the world on a podcast where I just reveal <laughs> every detail about my fucking weird ass life. It's weird. It's weird. Everything's weird. We're in the upside down right now for sure. Oh yeah. Where's Will at? But it's, but maybe this is a good thing. Like I think that the deterioration of illusion of what the world is like is going to be good moving forward. Right. And maybe not a deterioration of what the world is like, but what the world was. But I think, I we're, think the deterioration of the illusion. Yeah. Because it was an illusion. It's totally. always been. And that's one thing that we can say that po- something positive that Trump has done is he has completely pulled that curtain back. Right. I look at it as like the, kind of like the Oogie Boogie Man from Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like we had that, it was like a weird burlap sack. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of bugs underneath there. It's yeah. nasty. It's it's dirty. It's gross. But it's also, you know, we can exterminate the, the nasty shit once we know that it's there. Right. You know, like you're never going to clean up the shit under the rug if you don't know it's under the rug. And so I think there's some positivity it's, in that. I remember when... Um, like at the end of Obama's term and I was like telling someone, I was like, damn, like he looks awful because he knows America's secrets, but now America knows America's secrets. So we all kind of look like Obama did in January of 2017, yeah. you know, I got some gray beard hairs already. Have you? I haven't gotten any grays yet. And I'm like, I mean, the weird thing is I was, I thought I would by now, but now that I haven't gotten a gray hair, I'm scared and like, I don't, I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like the weirdest moment. And I always, I check every morning. I'm like, are there any, because my siblings all are gray or at least, I mean, sorry guys. They all have some gray hairs. Yeah. That's probably already. I would like a gray hawk, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Like white or at least just one stripe. Oh yeah. Like a virus. I'm trying to manifest that. You can just dye that. I had a I dated somebody who had a but blonde streak. My hair doesn't do well when I dye it. It's just oh, really? fucking falls out and then I'm bald there. Oh. Yeah. So don't do that. No. It's not meant to be dyed. It's yeah. just meant to be appreciated. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why I'm What about like a bleach? Is that the same deal? Same I mean, deal? I could pro- if I were to bleach it, yeah, bleach is awful. But if I were to bleach it, I would only bleach like the shaved part. Because mm-hmm. I would be willing to lose it. Because it's already short, right? Yeah. Okay. But then you would... Watch. I'll do it, and you'll see how quickly it goes. It'll, it'll just go ball clean. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And I've done that to my whole head before. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I once fell asleep... Cute. I once fell asleep with a big piece of bubble gum in my mouth, and I sleep on my side. I woke up, and it was all in my armpit hair. No! So I had to shave my armpit hair on one side, and then I was like, this doesn't work. So I had to shave it on the other side. And then you were... And then it was really it. itchy. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! <laughs> I never thought about gum in the armpit hair. I also nared my legs with my friend just to see what it was like. And then we did it a second time. (laughs) (laughs) Just to see what it was like and then we kept doing it. It was weird. Like... Because the hair just falls off. You just wipe it off. It's yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. And we it was like a melon cucumber. I'll never forget the smell. Yeah. We were both in Speedos in my mom's tub like, let's try it. And like put it all over our legs and started to burn. And started to like wipe it off with a washcloth, and it was we had our teenage hairy man legs just like, Bear. just like wiping off with this nasty cucumber melon smell. It was and the chemicals that it takes to uproot the hair I follicles. Know. It was so gross. I don't know how it's healthy. So then we were like, let's do that again. I bet you anything they use men in the commercials too, because the way the hair comes off, I'm like, I've never seen a bitch with hair like that on her legs. Right? Maybe like a teenager. You know, like when they're teens and they get like hairy teenager boy legs and they mm-hmm. shave them white and it's like a one-time thing. Yeah, it's like don't shave them, just don't shave. I haven't shaved my legs since I was twenty years old. I don't even own razors. Like I have a little eyebrow razor thing that I use, but I have no interest in getting it rid of my hair. It's another yeah. thing I just don't have. Nor do we don't have that much either. Like you're not a I know. super hairy. Person. I know. I've lucked out. Like my hair on my arms is pretty light. It's like the auburny color. Can't even see it. Yeah, and then my armpit hairs are auburn because I dyed them. <laughs> I bleached them and tried to dye them purple, and I didn't put the activator in the purple. Oops. So I just had the purple burning my armpits, and I was oh, like, no. God, I didn't even take it's such them. a sensitive area too. My friend's like, you have to put activator and I was like oh fuck and then everyone's like did you shave your armpits because now that they're auburn they look like there's no hair I'm like right. no 
There's Sh- still Harry. Shout out to all my females with Harry Pitts. Hello. I Harry like Pitts, it. Harry Pitts, Bushes, all of it. All of sure. It. All of it. I have no preference when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I think that, like... Lou's always like, do you mind if I grow my armpit? Fuck no. Please grow it. I don't care. What what feels comfortable for you? Does it feel better not to have prickly hairs growing back every other day? Because I bet it does. Everyone needs to take a lesson from Taylor. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it. That's why I'm saying it because I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. If that grosses you out, grow a pair. Dude, like, guys all, like, multiple times in my life. Or you shave your armpits me, every two days and tell me tell me it's comfortable. Right. And, then, and then you can bitch. That's fine. They'll tell me, oh, well, I don't really date women with body hair. <laughs> And I'm like, what makes you, one, think you're going to ever see it? Two, what is the issue? Like, what is like, what is the psychological problem for you of a woman having hair? And, like, you have hair. Or, like, these are the men who don't. Or they might shave. And I'm just like, don't be confused by the hair on my head. Like, my bush is nothing like it. You know, I can see how it could be like, whoa, she has body hair, gross. But it's like, it's very, very different. Very right. well. There, there's a natural length for the bush and the armpits. Sure. It's very like... And just like everybody else, the hair is different than the hair on your head or the hair... In, I guess facial hair and pubes are pretty similar. Oof. Not as much. It depends on the person. I don't know why that... I had to... That, that got you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit thicker. Pretty much no, pretty much everybody has a little bit of a curl to it. Right. Nobody's got fucking straight, fine. And if you do, like a natural if you do that's weird. Nobody's got like a cousin it bush. You know what I mean? I mean. And if you do. I've seen some movies. Right. If you do, you're ready for the Halloween season. Right. I'm just going as cousin it bush. Ew. That's the best. I watched the original Adam's Family. Or not the original, the 90s one. Yes. The one with Christopher Lloyd as Fester. I hadn't seen that in a long time. And Adam's Family Values. So So good. good. Oh my god. I love that one. Joan Cusack. She's the best. Both the Cusacks. Shout out to the Cusacks. They've been acting since they were children. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? Are you going to dress up for Halloween this year? I think so. I dress up every year, but I usually like wait until the day before or whatnot. Throw something together. But I was thinking about me and the boys being Tupac, Kanye, and Sugar Knight, or Snoop Dogg, me. It's, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know. I might do Kiss again. I don't know. I feel like that's like a fucking cheap one. That, that, I did, that like, could work with the cats too, because they kind of already look like right, that. Yeah. With the white face, you know what right. I mean? Right. I did French kiss one year. Oh. I was Peter Chris with French outfit on. That's cute. Yeah, I might bring that. But that was actually my last, um, that was Halloween in Nashville two years ago. That was a French oh, wow. kiss. Yeah. I saw, and, I, I saw this meme today. I know all I'm doing is talking about memes I saw. But I sent it to Lou. because <laughs> You it, did win the meme game last night. I did win the meme game last so night. this makes sense. Woo! Uh, it was, it was uh, this picture of this woman and it looked like she just had cum all over her. Oh. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then the, the, the caption said, uh, Halloween costume theme was uh, favorite or lyrics in a song or song title lyrics. And so she had come all over her and then she had a name tag that said Eileen. Yes. And I was like, oh, it took me like I a saw good that 30 seconds. Morning. Did you see it this yeah, morning? I, I saw it. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay. I get it. But I'm like, come on. That's so good. Good, but also so gross. It, it was definitely she a delayed response. She didn't even look like the type, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's such a ballsy costume. I love it. Yeah, there's no real like Halloween plans this year, so I don't even know. I love Halloween because it's the one day of the year where I can completely go into character for a whole day, and nobody will think I'm weird. Oh, well, that's how I feel every day. I know, me every too, but I can't Halloween. do it because it's like, what is this motherfucker? I'm, I'm like, I'll just do it. I'm not on a prank show. Like, I'm not trying. I just, it's Pretend fun. Pretend there's an Ashton Kutcher in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've done, I've been Polly Shore two years in a row. I've been nice. Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. I've been Pee Wee Herman, and this year I'm going to be Mr. Burns. So, I'm excited. Last year, it was the only year in my whole life but I never dressed up for Halloween. Why didn't you? Uh, I forget why. I don't remember what was going on, but... What was I last year? No. Oh, I do know. I was Pebbles from... Flintstones? Flintstones. I made my costume, yes. Nice. It was, uh, it was adorable. I like a Hanna-Barbera shit. Maybe I'll be one of those bitches this year. I don't know. Like a black Velma. Did you ever go to King's Island in Cincinnati? Yes, I did! 
I would. Ooh, black Velma. I like that. Black Velma, right? Jinkies. I'm already Velma, so I might as well just put some orange on. That's a great idea. I think I might do it. Black Velma. No Scoob. No Shag. The boys, the boys could be uh, Scooby and Shag. Like Zoic Scoob. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Can you do Fred? But no, no, it's not very good. I uh, know I can't. He's do kind of a dumbass. That's why I love the Fred. But I can definitely do the Scooby Doo laugh and that, like that one thing that Shaggy says. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a special skill. I love it. All the voices. I love voice acting. It's the best. I love the. You need to be making money doing it. It's hard. It's hard to get in. I have a friend that Hook does me up it with constantly. The yeah, I got you. Uh, there's a, a few of my acting friends who haven't been acting during COVID are doing only voice acting. Really? Like audiobook reading and shit like that. Yeah, I would love to do all that. And That's it, part of the reason why I love podcasting. You already it's... have the setup because they're always like, if you have a blue mic or like specific, they'll say like blue or better or whatever. Whatever, yeah. they'll like read it off. Like they don't want you to come in with your fucking Apple headphones as the mic. Right. So like you have the setup. You should be doing it. Like... 100%. Okay. And making $100 million. I would be just happy with like 10. 10 million? 10. Million. <laughs> just 10 mil. I know. God, can you imagine? I wish a millionaire would just give me like 50, G, uh, 50 Gs or 500, whatever they feel like giving. Well, pretty soon we'll have enough people listening to this that we'll be able to make that happen. Yeah. So thank you in advance for supporting our podcast so that we can be uh, yeah. a little bit less broke right it's nice to not be broke it I mean, is. even when i'm like i'm not broke i'm like yeah you in by standards you're broke always i've never not been broke right you know i'm like i would like a little break from that i know that there's like when you when you get to the level where you like don't have to worry about like you don't have to worry about what anything costs on the menu going out like yeah. that's where i want to be right that's all i ever want to be don't I don't, anything else that's a bonus you know anything where your rent can be set up an auto pay everything is auto pay right so you just don't have to worry about about like money anymore not like in a grandiose way but just like i got my shit covered right that's all i want that's what's weird about being single too is like i remember not being single and like Everything was shared. <laughs> and I'm like, well, everything's on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, there's a lot of expenses. They yeah. just add up every fucking day. But being like, in a relationship is expensive, too. Because well, you're spending shit on shit you wouldn't normally well, spend Well, the, the build-up to a relationship is expensive as well, because you're just trying to impress each other, and then... The chase. <sighs> I would yeah. like to be chased. Oh, to be chased. By a qualified candidate. By someone candidate. that I want to be chased. <laughs> Exactly. There's a lot of motherfuckers out don't there running stop around. Don't stop. Do what, please. Please don't. It's not cute. I don't need anyone showing up at any place I'm at. Careful what you wish for. Unless I invite you. Right. <laughs> and if I invite you, make sure I confirm that you had an invitation. Because then you might see some shit you're not ready for. Right. Like my real life polyamory. <laughs> might hurt somebody's feelings. It could. It's possible. It, did. it has. Yeah. It will again. The guy told me we can try to revisit this in the fall. I'm like, nigga, it's fall. Where are you at? Fourth quarter's here, but baby. It's funny. I was like, he assumes I'm going to be single in the fall. I'm like, Diana. Everyone He does. was right. Yeah. He, was, <laughs> he knew that you'd just be doing the same bullshit you were doing in the summer. I got a feeling. Woohoo! That. I was I was gonna sing Beatles. I got a feeling, but you went for Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I went a little bit more. I went a little bit. You went modern. Early early two thousands. I got a feeling that (laughs) the second that you stop worrying about this whole situation, it's gonna he's it's gonna happen. It's been so hard because I've been worrying about it for like sixteen years. So (laughs) I know it's okay, but you're doing the work too. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. I just know it. I don't know how or why. But it better be someone who's awesome and sexy and cool it will. and fun and. Because I need a new, I need a new friend too. Hello. You know? I and that's another thing. I need to be someone who's gonna want to be Vibe involved with your people. in my life. Yeah, and right. know my people, and not sleep in the car when I invite them to parties with my friends. Right. Because that's happened. <laughs> But I would go spend fucking months with theirs. Right. Oh, I went to Michigan in the winter for this fool. Ooh. Never again. That's gnarly. And like you can't just be. Out You're cold here, and it's like in the fifties. <sighs> can't imagine what that was like. Oh. 
I was a bitch. I bet. I was a bitch. I was like, I was this. I'm sitting inside. They're like, we're all going to go out to eat. I will meet y'all later. Like, not a hand not into. I don't want to go out to eat with a family that hates each other anyway. Now we're cold and y'all are all fighting. What's the point? Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's something about those like people that live in the really cold climates. They're, they're either one of those two things. They either hate each other and they resent it or... Because of the cold, they have incredible character and incredible. There's like incredibly tight family bond. It's what it, it normally. Right. I feel like it polarizes families right. in one way or what, the other. Well, I think in the root of it is that they've spent a lot of time together, so they either grew to love each other or they grew to hate each other. Yep. The ones that grew to hate each other, I really don't have any interest in being around because yeah. it's there's nothing more awkward than being around a family and they're fighting and they're oh, not your family. It's yeah. You know, it's like I don't even know what's going on. Do I pick a side? You're caught in the crossfire. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like I shouldn't be here. For and then this. like the ex would be stomping out. And I'm like, I guess I go with him. Sometimes, although I do that way more. <laughs> oh, well, I used to. I've lived for that. <laughs> I lived for our Public fighting? Oh, my God. I just always... I felt like I wanted people to see how fucked up my relationship was and how fucked up um, that person was at fighting. It's always... In the moment, it, I just don't give a fuck, and then I always look back on it like, that was really... 
unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I being such an asshole? I'm out in the street. Oh like, just shut God. up, dude. I like, wait. So but in the moment, I just don't give a fuck. So many LA street fights. I can't. I honestly can't even count. Because anytime I would go out in public with like exes, like my exes in my twenties, there would always be some fucking friction because. I'm at the bar while they're doing something else and someone comes up and talks to me and I'm like nice to people. Right. And then they're mad at me. So now we're fighting on the sidewalk, you know, yeah. like that kind of shit. And I'm like, can I just like not always fight on the sidewalk? It's mostly, it's probably because you people in their twenties are idiots and you're in a bar, which makes things worse. Right. Well, it was all, and I wasn't dating anyone in their twenties. That was the worst part. Like the, the exes were in their forties. Uh, and they're like, well, they know the game. They play it, right? right? And they're like, oh, you're talking to this guy. I'm like, what do you want me to never talk to a man ever again because your lame ass exists? Like, there's no way. Yeah. And it's like, that's for either side. Like, when women expect their man to not talk to women, it's like, they live in a world with women. They're going to have to talk to them. They're going to have to be around them. Like, we can't be like, I don't want you doing this. I'm like... I honestly don't want... Unless it's legitimate. Like, I don't want you doing coke. Yeah. Fair. Right. And no one should do it because it's gross. Right. So that's understandable. But if it's like, well, I'm going to go down and, you know, meet the homies and like four of the homies are girls and one's a guy. Like, no one should be threatened thinking like you're having a fucking orgy. Like, why do they always like assume like, oh, he's going to put his dick in her? Like, no, like, that's never the case. When people are in friends, like, friend zones or they're friends, like, they're actually friends. Right. And I hate that judgment that, like, just because you're with an opposite sex, there's something going on. Like, I would always tell my ex, you should worry about me with the women. You shouldn't be worried about me with hey. the men. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to fuck them. Penises are scary. And like, weird. And weird. And even the most... mystery. Even the most gorgeous, perfectly, like, action, like, to a T, like, the most beautiful penis is still fucking weird. weird. Right. That's why I'm like, I like men until they take their pants off. Yeah. Or at least their underwear. They can take their pants off, but it's like, hmm, eh, do we really need to see right. it? And this year, you're going to do that, definitely take your shirt off, too, because nobody likes the Winnie the Pooh look. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call it the bottomless mimosa. <laughs> That's my favorite of the bottomless oh, mimosa. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. Uh, yeah. The Winnie the Pooh look is the worst look for any man. <laughs> I'm going to go put some water on the heat up my tea. Okay. Right back. No worries. Do you need any more coffee? Um, Probably not. Okay. Got that tea water going? Got the tea water boiling on the kettle. Perfect. Um... So you got a couple days here still in the Ville. Yes, I do. What are you going to do um, tomorrow and tonight? Well, uh, to, tonight I might be hanging out with a friend, a new friend. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. And if I don't, then I'm never going to talk to that person again. Um, and then, or, maybe, or maybe there's something in between. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just freestyling. You know me. But you know me. So, so that would be nice. Um, I told him I was free after three. Um, my friend Joey and I are going to have a meal before that. Nice. And I think Joey's bringing his girlfriend that he's been with six months and I just learned about her yesterday. So that will be interesting and nice and fun. I love how, you know, like the evening plans. And tomorrow, I don't know, it'll be my last day. So just see what's going on you gotten all your spot food spots out of the way got my food spots out of the way got like i didn't get to hang with all the people that want to hang but i did get to see the people i want to see like being with keiko and owen like i prefer that yeah like i they're the best yeah there's people i don't like i didn't really bond with as deeply as they think we did when i was living here mm -hmm. and even though like they're still awesome i don't feel like that deep connection like oh i'm in town i need to see you right I'm like i'm in town see you on the gram <laughs> like, <laughs> still or maybe if you see me in public but i don't really like i can't commit and i do get shit for that and it's that's how you know those aren't your friends because mm -hmm. my friends in real life don't ever give me shit for the person that I am or like 
how all this texts or DMs and all that. But then there's there's certain people who are like, oh, you didn't respond. Oh, and I have a shoot tonight, I think, or tomorrow. Oh, morning. cool. Yeah. Get a little so work. Get a little content. Mm-hmm. Have some mm-hmm. new photos to share. Nice. Um, yeah, but besides that, and then I leave Tuesday morning, so... Yeah. Back to LA. Back to the city. But I just want to keep traveling. Honestly, I want to keep going. At, I don't want to go home yet. I felt that way when we were traveling. When we drove from LA to Cincy, it was like, oh yes, an adventure again. And that's when this came up. I was like, oh, I'm going. Yeah. Like, I'm all, taking every advantage I can all, to all of them. get out and go, and I'll promise I'll be safe. But I need to. I might do a road. My trip gypsy soul has back. to get out. Yeah. yeah. I might drive up to Big Sur or something with the boys. Be cool. And I do like a little get out. I just need to. I I am so. I bet a, a nature a nature trip where you're away from everything would probably be helpful right. for you. I bet. I like can Big Bear, or Big Sur, somewhere where the weather's nice and it's. Just... I gotta go to Big Sur because I have I have friends in Big Bear, so I would be like tempted to. Tempted, yeah. yeah. If I'm in Big Sur, I can like do my own thing and like hide out but I just I'm not Palm Springs too it's nice little I'm not feeling like it right now yeah like I feel like just being well being cooped up in COVID I mean LA is handling COVID a whole different way than the rest of the country which is not good in my mind part of the reason why we left so you're dealing with that for months at a time plus having to move plus now this trip like I get it and then like working a job that I don't like I I I love what we do. do And I love how we, you know, we are supplying good food to the community, but I don't want to work in a restaurant. Yeah, it's a a trap. It's taking a lot out of me, especially during COVID, because I don't have the patience to be kind to someone if they're rude to me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of the whole job. Right. And I'm like, look, I'm not fucking, you're not, they just, I need to be compensated more for what I contribute to anything and everything so my facebook can keep sending me checks in the mail adobe can send you. my checks please and thank you everybody just cut me the check so i don't have to do anything else like, fuck I you pay me fuck you pay me all the dollars <laughs> i don't want to like i just don't want to work anymore for someone like i'm and i you know i love my job and i love the people I love the family, but... But at the end of the day, it's not your dream. It's Tyler's dream. It's not dream. my dream. Yeah. And my dream is to be successful and be on TV so that all my exes can... Suck have, it. Yeah. And, like, look at me with salt on their face. <laughs> <laughs> that is my goal in life. So that's what I'm working on. And, like, it's really hard to get that when I have to, like, commit these hours to a business that... Um, you know, it does take a lot of hours out of my day, even if it's like six to eight hours. So it's like six to eight hours I could be studying lines. And and the dread of knowing you have to go in again, which is even more right. crippling. It takes, yeah. So like that one shift in the day is like more like 16 hours because I wake up thinking about, oh, I'm going to have to do this. And there's never enough time in the day. And I mean, I haven't even unpacked my house yet because I haven't even been off work enough to like move in. I have to get all that shit done. My security system arrived, though, so I can set that up. Cool. Did you get a ring or a nest? Ooh, I don't even know what that means. They're, like, ones that go on your app. They're, like, a little camera oh, that goes in your door. Code, so you have... Okay. Which is ironic. Right. I got the COVID security system. That Cove. But it, goes, it has all the windows. It has a monitor. It has a motion detector. Right. <laughs> Cove. <laughs> Cove. Jay-Z's bitch ass. Um, and it has like a life alert type button that I, like you, you customize the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I got all the things I would need. Nice. Um, my cats have insurance and I have homeowners or renters insurance. Look at you adulting all over the place. I know, just trying, trying. I actually should pay my car payment today. Speaking of adulting. There it is. Um, because, you know. I always have the money. I just don't want to pay it yet. You know, like I'm like, fuck, do I have to get rid of this yet? Again, again, I'm paying these bills. The procrastination is real. Why is it monthly? Yeah. And I have to have a period every month, too. Like, on top of all the bills, I'm like, oh, great. 
Thanks a lot. Yeah. It's like pay, 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 pay. Bleed, pay, pay. <laughs> right. Pay. Like I, I pay to bleed. <laughs> oh my God. Let it bleed. Yeah. So, let it bleed. Let it bleed. Let it bleed. Let it bleed. That was lovely. <laughs> yeah. Bleeding me like, money. I wish you were coming back with me. Same. Like I don't really hang out with people like that, you know? I know. This has been awesome though. I've, a tender rejuvenation, as my late grandfather would say. Um, I'm so grateful that you're out this way. Only mm-hmm. four hours is nothing. I can. I want to come back as soon as possible too. Like. Well, once Lou and I get our house, you have to come to Cincy and stay with us for right. a week. Yes, I will. After the election. Yeah. Well, or whenever well, we have a house, because who knows when that's going to be. <laughs> the election is like in what for? 16 days yep but it's already happening like this year what I realized a few weeks ago is that because of all the mail-in balloting like we're not it's not going to be like a one-day thing like it has been in the past like we're not going to know the morning of November 4th what the deal is it's going to be months so for some for in one in some ways that makes me feel relieved you know like there's not like an impending doom date you know doomsday and so that's cool and at this point I really don't care like I know that it'll feel victorious if if Trump is voted out, but I know that a lot of the pro- the income inequality is still going to be there. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not gonna we're not going to fix everything with a f- one foul swoop. However, we could nip something bad in the butt, which I hope happens. But if, and if he gets reelected, then it's going to feel chaotic. But it already feels chaotic. So yeah. I just think people are are tired, and I'm exhausted about thinking about it, talking about it. So I'm trying just to like. Well, it's coming now, so let's just ease it's off the tension a little bit and try right. just to... Just accept it. And that's all we can really do. And talk it out. Talk honestly with our friends. Listen to other people's conversations like this for And that's what podcasting is going to save us through these times. I really right. believe that. We have to understand that there's opinions and we're allowed to all have them. Yes, but they're not fact. Opinion isn't fact. Exactly. And we got to just be, try to be a little bit nicer and more understanding, more empathetic, but not without boundaries. Um, a little bit more kind, but not without, but without using people, and figure out how to work together. Because we're we're, we're, we're divided as fuck. For all the dudes, what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> that will be my paragraph. Your bio. <laughs> my bio will just be about real shit. Shout out to the Ville for having us and for Thank being the you. the setting of our our reunion and uh we'll catch up with you guys next week yes uh love you all be nice to each other and uh keep making those antiques every day yeah hello all right love you guys be good to your friends bye